You guys, it's your girl Sierra. And Maya. And we're charmed and dangerous. You know, because we are charming. And we're dangerous. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Ow, ow. So, <laughs> welcome to our very first podcast. Woo! If this isn't your first time hanging out with us, it means that you've been a writer, but only on YouTube. Yes. And you girls over here, we decided it's time for a pod. Yep. People be loving the pods people lately. People ask for it. You yes. know what I mean? So we give the people what they want. And mm-hmm. we both love podcasts. So for sure. I feel like this is a great medium for the both of us. It is because <laughs> we're both talkers. Yes. And I have a lot to say. I have a lot of opinions. So why not have a pod mm-hmm. where we can actually have long conversations exactly. about the things that we're interested in. And if it's your first time here, the things that we're interested <laughs> in are anything that two besties would talk about anyway, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We talk about astrology. We talk about fuckboys, relationships, dating in general, really. Yeah. Girl, girl code, code. <laughs> friendship, just all the things that we as women go through Mm -hmm. and not to say that this podcast is just for women like if you're someone who dates if you're someone who cares about topics that are related to women astrology Mm -hmm. you would have a lot of fun here and we're so excited to embark on this journey with you guys yes right off the bat we just have to say happy leo season yes leo season fire's in the house fire signs in the harbor oh my god i couldn't are you a fire sign i couldn't tell could you not tell No, dead ass. And honestly, I just have to say the transition between cancer season to Leo season, it definitely makes me feel like I can do shit and not sit at home and cry all the time. I mean, it doesn't matter because I'm going to be sitting at home regardless. Quarantine. But, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to be sitting at home and crying. (laughs) Yes. I feel like this cancer season for me too, especially like I was in my feels like a lot. I feel like everybody in quarantine has kind of just been in their feels. But Mm -hmm. I feel like during this cancer season, especially for me, I actually cried a lot. Yeah. A lot. So I didn't like that. And I'm ready to like 40 now in this video season. Right. Because honestly, I'm a Scorpio. So... (laughs) Cancer season isn't as bad for me as it is for other signs. You know, mm-hmm. us water signs, we be swimming, swim, swimming deep together. Right. But I do feel like it still makes me passive aggressive as fuck. Mm-hmm. And the fact that everyone's sensitive, it irritates me because I'm like, how dare you be sensitive? Like, right. You know what we go through as water signs <laughs> ourselves? Like, this is how all we feel all the yeah. fucking time. Like, yeah, drown in those feelings. Drown in those feelings. Literally, that's me too. It's like, I don't like it because, like, normally I'm a master avoider of my feelings you know what I mean so vibes when it like comes and slaps me in the face and is drowning me like a tsunami like cancer season always does I'm like yeah (laughs) but I I feel like that's what it is though it's like someone that is swimming in the deep waters and it's like they don't know how to swim but Mm -hmm. like somehow they made it out and now they're on this beautiful beach like that's Leo season like here you are in your bikini like you were almost drowning the bodyguard got you right and now you're about to start thriving yeah that's Leo season yes Yes. (laughs) all right so we decided that we actually want to talk about the five to six reasons why we fuck with Leo heavy if you guys are new here you wouldn't know this but we do have a series on YouTube as well where we talk about the best qualities that Mm -hmm. each sign has and we always do it in order of each season and Mm -hmm. since it's leo season we're gonna start off with y'all i know you love the attention on you (laughs) so indulge because in about a month it won't be on you anymore even though yearly for you it's every day right but live it up especially during this time we know you will but like just do a little extra 
I mean, especially do a little extra because it's quarantine right. and I know you have to show out a little more than you usually do right. anyway. Otherwise, you're going to feel like you're not doing your best. Right. Extra is your middle name. I feel like extra is every Leo's middle name. Extra and proud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like when other people get called extra, they're like, what do you mean? Like, right. am I doing the most? Leo's like, extra? Mm-hmm. Yes. Extra, extra. I right. want to be all Let's about do it. more. Let's go further. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not always just like... <clears throat> extra them to like being always dramatic you know what I mean yeah. I feel like they are just over the top like in everything that they do 100 you know? I mean they're the lion and the fifth house rules a lot of the themes that have to do with Leo like mm-hmm. what is the fifth house it's all about your passions your character True. development who you are what makes True. you happy <laughs> and I feel like Leo's love thriving and they love doing anything that makes them feel good that's why they say like Leo season self-care is so important mm-hmm. you have to take care of yourself Otherwise, you're not going to be feeling good when you see everyone else thriving because that's what people are doing during Leo season. Yeah. They're showing out. Peacocking hard. Hardcore. Speaking of peacocking, (laughs) did you see that the iOS has a new peacock emoji? And I was like, this is just in time for Leo season. Like, my Leo Mars is, like, living for it. Like, thriving? They're like, No, like, I feel like I can respond to anything. Like, if someone gives me a compliment, I'm just going to send back the peacock emoji. says a lot it's you a know bird. 100% <laughs> it's a strong bird it is just like and Leo. it's a little like manipulative in the sense that it distracts you by its beauty right and I feel like Leo is that mm-hmm. mm. I agree you know you let okay. him get away with a little more because you're like oh my god so flashy so beautiful right like they're so sweet generally for they're sure pretty sweet for sure and they're not cocky arrogant assholes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you didn't know on our youtube channel we already finished the series so we did it for all 12 signs we have a roast so go check Watch that out that. on our YouTube shameless self promo. Right. You won't regret it. <laughs> you won't regret it at all. Well, I mean, Unless if you're a Leo you're... and you don't do well with criticism, you'll right. regret it. But like, Watch after everybody this. else's video. Yeah. you like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like the self-criticism, then maybe don't watch your video. But every other sign has a video, so you can laugh at them. For sure. <laughs> and who doesn't like laughing at other people? You I know, know Leo does. <laughs> Okay, Maya, so shall we get started with our reasons why we fuck with Leo? Yes. What's your number one reason, girl? Okay, my number one reason is I feel like they're the friendliest fire sign out there. Mm -hmm. To me, they are so full of life, and I just find their energy, like, truly infectious. Mm -hmm. They're super generous, you know what I mean? Like, warm, and I feel like loving to everyone they really come across who they fuck with Mm -hmm. and like in a strong way too you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like if you are good friends with a Leo or Leo loves you like they're gonna protect you hard like they ride for you 100% that makes them just like such great friends you know what I mean like they're great hype beasts they're great adventurers like Mm -hmm. they're a really passionate friend and they'll make you feel like you're hot shit too you know what I mean and they're like come on this adventure with me like let's get hot let's go do these things for sure I feel like they're the perfect friend to have if you're going through like a breakup I've Mm -hmm. always thought this because they're not gonna let you sit there and sulk in your sadness and when they see you've been crying for more than a day after your breakup they're like time's up Mm -mm. right I've seen you be (laughs) ugly for way too long like meanwhile it's been literally a day (laughs) like give me some time they're like oh no honey you better wipe that mascara off your face you look crusty let's get it together Mm -mm. 100% that's so funny because it literally relates to my first point too which is loyalty yes I feel like you guys really know how to protect your people like you said and I feel like 
as the saying goes, don't mess with the lion's den. Mm -mm. You don't know what's going to happen if you poke them. Because if a Leo finds out you've been fucking with anybody they love, I feel like they're coming for you and they're probably going to embarrass you. Yeah. And their strength is unmatched. You know what I mean? And not always like physical strength, but like their ability to make you feel dumb consistently. Mm -hmm. You know? Especially when you're fucking with someone, like I said, that they love because they protect their people. And to them, their pack is everything. Mm -hmm. And if their people aren't protected, they don't feel yeah you know yeah no I totally agree and I just it makes you feel like when you're with a Leo it makes you feel like nobody can touch me because Mm -mm. I feel like when a Leo too is upset they're like everybody back up you better watch it like we're like everything we've just been saying like they really ride for you you know what I mean they do scary they're like hear my fucking rule 100% (laughs) and it is the sign that everyone knows cares a lot about how people perceive them Mm -hmm. usually they keep it together because they're like they want to look nice they want to always make sure that everybody is looking at them like oh they have it together Mm -hmm. so if they're freaking out like it's for a good reason and they're pissed and they're probably not going to back down anytime soon because you've already pushed them to that limit and like let's not forget they're a fixed sign. Right. If they feel like they need to be stressing about something and they need to make you feel some type of way, they are going to be persistent. Uh-huh. You know what they I mean? They get it done. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and they're going to make sure that you know that it's them that came for you. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like Leos don't make enemies that often. If it is, it's petty shit. But if it's yeah. like deep shit, it's because you did something to hurt, hurt their pack. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah, I feel like two Leos like... They mostly just want to be chill with everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they think everybody's their friend. So if you do something wrong to them, though, like, it's bad. It is. And, like, you're going to feel their wrath. Mm, 100%. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my next one mm-hmm. is, <laughs> I love them because they're so dramatic. I feel like they're actually my theater friend. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, they're going to go to a theater audition with me in our black turtlenecks. And we're going to, like, oh my <laughs> you know what God. I mean? In our little Parisian house. Like, because they will bring their own cheese board. Right. We're going to dress the part and play the part. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about a Leo too. Like they're going to play the part in any scenario. Like even if it's not theater, like they're going to come and rise to the occasion and be like, okay, so I need to be a leader in this. I'm going to act this way. Mm -hmm. I need to be a singer today. I'm going to go act like a singer. You know what I mean? And try and really work the part to try and win. 100%. And I love that. I... Just never see Leo's half-assing shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And to be completely honest, if a Leo is half-assing shit, like, I honestly think they're depressed or something's wrong. Because otherwise, they're always giving it their all. Yeah. And it's so funny that you say they're willing to, like, dress up and, you know, take things full on. I feel like Leos usually have the best Halloween costumes. Yeah. Like, they're, like, living for that shit. And your Leo friend is also probably the one that's having you guys match on Wednesdays. You know what I mean? Like, these are the things that Leo do. They love that. Yeah, they live for that shit. You know? And it makes life more fun when you're able to express yourself. Hell yeah. You know, that really actually reminds me, you know which girl from Never Have I Ever reminds me of a Leo? You have to guess. Which one of the best friends? (laughs) The actress one. Yes. Where she came in her sexy little Yes! And it was so funny because when she was depressed, she took all the color out of her wardrobe. She wasn't doing drama anymore. You know what I mean? Like that to me is such Leo energy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I completely agree. Okay. So for my next point, 
I feel like I really fuck with Leos, especially me as a Scorpio, because they have some amazing sex fucking appeal. Oh. Okay. Now I know when it comes Pulling to sex out. appeal, everyone loves to talk about us Scorpios, and mm-hmm. I get it, we're up there. But Leo, I see you, honey. I see you. <laughs> uh-huh. But I don't know. I feel like I don't know about you. I feel like Leo placements always have like the perfect sex hair. Have you noticed that? They literally do it. Not because they like literally just had sex. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know your life. But I feel like (laughs) it's like that lion or lioness energy. It takes over and all I see is a hunter like going after their prey. Yeah. Like they're just always so like, mmm. You know what I mean? It's like lush. Like Pantene commercial. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like coming through with that hair. They always have the thickest, most beautiful hair. Yes. No, that is so true. I feel like Jennifer Lopez is a perfect example oh of that. She's God. Leo. Her hair is bomb. Same with Halle Berry. Like, before yeah. she cut all her hair off, like, she had a beautiful, long, curly hair. Like, even with her short hair, she's cute and it's lush. Yeah. You know? Mm. Mm. They just never come to play. Mm. They always have it together. Especially Leo Risings, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Leo Risings are... <laughs> they're so sexy. I mean, Drake is a Leo Rising. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not always just about how they look, too. Like, their surroundings, their home. Every piece is there for a reason. So you could be like, oh my God, that's the most extravagant piece I've ever seen. Where did you get it? And that starts our conversation of, well, when I was vacationing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I totally agree though. Like they're so beautiful and luxurious, like kind of on the low though. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they definitely, one of my points is like when they walk into a room, I feel like they really, all Leos really take on that, lion energy you mm-hmm. know what i mean and kind of walk kind of like cat like with a little like mm-hmm. prowl and it's like they're walking the runway everybody. yes like every day from them waking up and, from their right. bed to the bathroom the runway has started it yes. has begun and that confidence i'm like i see you out here model you know what i mean like yeah. you can't help but look at a model walking down the runway and it's so you funny know? though because like i feel like they do that because they assume everybody is looking at them. And when someone's walking like that, how could you not look at them? You know what I mean? So I feel like it's like a double-edged sword. It's like, well, everyone's looking at me. Well, yeah, because you're walking that way, so everyone's going to look at you. Yes. So you better look good doing it. (laughs) You know what I mean? With your flashy fur coat. Like, you better fucking look good. Right, you better look good. You You better better look real good. Can't be out here with this luxurious-ass outfit on, walking hella schlump with your shoulders over. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta walk like you got all the swag in the world. And they do. They really do. And honestly, I love it. Mm -hmm. That wasn't my point, but I feel like my point was they aren't afraid to take risks. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. And Mm -hmm. they go into it full force, unafraid. I feel like Leo's are... The first people to, like, raise their hand or go volunteer or, like, you're out dancing. They're the first one out on the dance floor. Like, they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, At all. Part of their brand is, like, self-expression and, like, getting out there. And I feel like being, like, loud. Not, like, loud, but, like, there and in charge. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not afraid to take up space. That's oh, 100%. Really they're not afraid to take up space. And when they get there, they're like, hey, everybody, you want to come be in my space? Right. You know? <laughs> but not you, because you don't look like you could be you, part of my right. space. <laughs> you ain't up to par. You ain't up to par. But you, come on over. <laughs> but they want to make everyone feel like they can come over and be over here. But like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that also has a lot to do with the, fa- with the fact that the sun rules over Leo. And it's that warm energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
when you think of the sun, without the sun, you're cold as hell. I feel like Leo energy, once it's around you in a group setting, you automatically feel warmer. You're able to talk to them. They make you feel comfortable mm -hmm. and not a lot of signs can do that. And to me, I feel like Leo's confidence does rub off on their friends. You know what I mean? Because when you have a friend like that, you just can't help but notice how they do things and you just hope and wish that one day you'll be able to do things like that mm -hmm. and if they're a good leo friend they'll teach you yes but if they're low vibrational they'll be like no my confidence is my confidence right but a lot of the times if you know they're comfortable with themselves and are truly confident i feel like leos love helping their friends become more confident and be more in tune with their expressive energy mm -hmm. you know what i mean i totally agree with that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so my last point for why i love leos so goddamn much is their determination i feel like when a leo wants something their body soul and energy can't stop imagining themselves doing it mm -hmm. and this brings me to the point of i feel like leo placements can actually be really really good at manifesting things i think a lot of fixed signs can be if you're thinking about something hard enough but that's the thing. You can also be thinking about negative things so you can manifest that. And I feel like Leo is a very positive sign. So whatever they're thinking about, usually it can come true because you're so hopeful and you're putting yourself out there doing all the things that you love. And I feel like that's what gets you what you want. Mm -hmm. And nothing can really get in their way when they're passionate about a dream. I feel like not a person, nothing. Hell yeah. And I feel like since Leo is fixed fire, like when I think of that, I've said this before, I think... It's a fire that is long-standing, a fire that won't move, a fire that can't be put out. Mm -hmm. And to be that fierce, no one can take that away from you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially when that fire is within you. And yeah. it's always been within you. And I feel like Leo energy just has that fire. Yeah. And I feel like they're willing to put in the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you said, I feel like sometimes the other fire signs like... Aries, like, they're willing to get it started. I feel like Sag is always just, like, you know, playing around. On, <laughs> on to the next you thing, I mean? bored. But, like, Leo is going to get it done. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's so... I like it. It's respectful. It's honorable. And... Very I honorable. Really appreciate their, I know y'all love being called work, honorable. Right? <laughs> their work ethic. They have really yeah. great work ethic, Amazing. Too, you know? Especially, I feel like, in creative fields, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Leo, we hope that you loved everything that we just spoke about. We love gassing you up just as much as I know you love gassing up your friends and family. Yes. You deserve it. And I know everyone calls you an attention whore, but you should just probably ask them, you're an attention whore for a reason, you know? Right. You know that you have a lot of great qualities and you just want people to notice. Facts. You mm -hmm. deserve it. Mm -hmm. It's like all the attention is on you because, you know, you're... You're killing the game. You're killing it. Yeah. Exactly. You're out here looking real fly, getting your shit done, okay? Mm-hmm. We love it. We love it so we much. We love you, Leos. Okay, so on to our next segment. Mm -hmm. As we said, we love girl chats as well. Um, this isn't necessarily a girl chat. This is really applicable to everyone because the conversation is what it means to actually be a good friend. Mm -hmm. We, I feel like Sarah and I have been watching a lot of shows and we've just been seeing like Quarantine. a lot of shitty girlfriends out here. You yeah. know what I mean? Shitty guy friends Experienced too. it firsthand and then yeah. to later see it in movies and shows, yeah. it triggers you mm -hmm. and you're like, bro, <laughs> how can I teach other people about these red flags yeah. so they have better boundaries when it comes to their friendships. Right. You know? And I think it's like, you know, I think people know these basic things or like basic things as I say with quotations. Yeah. 
but they don't. So I feel like we should say it for the record because I think I'm a great friend. I know you're a great friend. So And a lot of times know? people ask us like Yeah. We've lived together for years since college mm-hmm. and you know we are doing all these business things together. So the fact that we haven't ripped each other's heads right. off like it says something. <laughs> Um, and I think what we have to say is important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like life, nothing that you do in life matters if you're not able to teach other people about it. Yeah. And that's honestly why we made this podcast and YouTube too, is that we have a lot of experiences and we want to share those experiences with all of you. And if it helps even just one person, I think that's dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's more than enough for me because I feel like if I had heard the things that I'm sharing sooner, it could have saved me a lot of heartache yeah. you know what I mean maybe not all of it because everybody has to learn their own lessons in their own time but just some of it you know what I mean where I could be more aware of like the red flags of like oh maybe this bitch is being shady right you know right and I didn't know or I hadn't really seen examples of it or I hadn't had really great friends yet to show me otherwise mm-hmm. you know and I feel like when you're younger you just feel like the friends that you have those are your friends for life mm-hmm. so you kind of are you know what is it called like stepping on glass what is that thing called oh like walking on eggshells oh yeah it almost feels like you're walking on eggshells all the time because you don't want to lose them but that's the thing that's what builds a strong character and strong friendships when you're able to talk to them about things that are bothering you or when they're being a shitty friend without being Mm -hmm. scared of losing them and what if you lose them great you know what i mean if you telling them they're meant to be lost yeah Mm -hmm. if you telling them hey when you did this it really hurt me and they can't have that conversation with you, that's not your friend. 100%. But we're already getting into right. the juice of this of this topic, so let's start from the beginning. Okay, I just want to say before we even start, I feel like a lot of times we let our friends get away with more things than we would our lovers or our partners. And like I said, mm-hmm. I honestly think it's because of the fact that we're so set in stone that like these are my friends forever and I can't lose them, so I'm just going to let it go. But that ultimately creates a lot of tension, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, it's like, you can't be afraid to let bad things go. If Mm -hmm. people have disrespected your boundaries, they're going to do it again. 100%. You know what I mean? And like, they're just going to keep trying to push your button and you're the one who's going to be remaining frustrated, not the other person. Mm -hmm. Because the other person is taking advantage of you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they're getting something out of this and you're not. But until you say, like, I'm sick of this, they're going to keep doing it to you. 100%. And I feel like, Maya, you've said this before. If you don't want to create that war, I say in quotation quotation marks, war, you know, externally Mm -hmm. between you and your friends, then you're going to start it internally. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? With yourself. And I feel like that's worse than anything else. Yeah. And just generally, I feel like your friends make the biggest difference of your mood and in your daily life Mm -hmm. because you're talking to them constantly you know what I mean and if their energy isn't right I feel like you'll never reach your full potential as an individual because your friends who are supposed to be your biggest supporters are just kind of being shitty Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. no I totally agree and I feel like that's actually one of my things is like as a friend like this is one of my rules like you should be showing up for your friend hyping your friend up putting them on game when necessary like to me that that's something that makes an excellent friend. Like, mm-hmm. when they're down, you tell them that they're beautiful and they're great. And, like, you are that light in their life sometimes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not saying all the time because people got to do a little bit for themselves. But 
you know, everybody needs that second voice of like, you know what, babe, you are really great. Yeah. Sometimes you need that second voice to help you to get over somebody or to Mm -hmm. break off a different relationship, you know? 100%. So that's one of my big things is like, as a friend, you're a good friend when you're hyping your friend up, you're telling her that she's great and all of her amazing qualities and like sometimes putting her on game because I feel like some of my best friends have put me on game of like makeup, of jewelry, of like how to dress cuter, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I love that. I think that's part of being a good friend too because like I'm not gonna have my friends out here looking wild yeah you know because there's some there's some people oh my god who be going out with their friends as I say with quotations yeah and, and they look let them look crazy and you all look and she looks crazy but my thing is when I see someone like that I'm like those are not your friends yeah like you know what I mean if your friend can't tell you that you have something in your teeth that your eyelash is coming off that mm-hmm. your skirt is too short you know what I mean these are things that a friend should be able to tell you. Exactly. Why would you want a stranger to tell you? Right. And yeah, it's probably going to feel a little weird when right when they're telling you because you're like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. But I'd rather hear it from a friend. 100%. And if they're not doing it, they're not your friends. And it's awkward when a stranger has more respect for me than my friends. Super awkward, actually. You know, like that's what makes me feel the most It puts things like, in perspective, oh or it been, should. Yeah, I've been hanging out with my best friend for the past hour, and she didn't tell me my skirt was in my ass, and this person now told me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? That awkward. was an extreme, but you know what I mean? 100%. 100%. <laughs> So before I get into my first one, I just want to say this list, I guess, is different for everybody. I don't think that everyone has the same sort of qualities they're looking for in friendship. And I always am a firm believer in if you're expecting, whether it be a partner or a friend to have these qualities, you yourself should possess these qualities. You shouldn't have a long list of all these attributes you're looking for in friendship if you yourself don't possess half of those qualities. That's unfair. That's messed Mm -hmm. up. Why do you think you deserve better? (laughs) (laughs) Tell them. You know what I mean? You don't. You you really don't. Yeah. So unless you can provide these things for other people, don't expect it in return, really. 100. Okay. So my first thing is trustworthiness. I feel like I have to trust that you always have the best intentions for me. And I feel like that sounds like, you know, what everyone would want from friendship, but not everyone can give you that. And I have to trust that when I'm not in the room that you're standing up for me. If someone's talking out their ass, I need to know that you're the one that's telling them, hey, that's my friend. Mm -hmm. You can't be talking about her that way. Or just even like family. If my family's being dismissive of me in front of you, if you know me and you know my family, you're going to stand up for me. Yeah. And I'm not saying be disrespectful, but you're going to like say a little slight remark, be like, no, actually she's great. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that to me matters in friendship. 100%. I That's actually one of my points too is like definitely loyalty. Like you shouldn't be talking behind my back to like our other friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like no talking behind my back. And yeah, if you hear somebody else talking about me behind my back, you better stick up for me. Because I'm not there, you know what I mean? And to me, you're a representation of me. Mm -hmm. And if you're out here having me look dumb, like, you kind of look dumb in return because to me, I feel like you're a reflection of me. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's not fair. It's (laughs) not fair. It's not fair because then that person that they're talking shit to is going to think that your friendship isn't as strong as you think it is. And right. they're going to meddle their way in. People notice shit like that when mm-hmm. you have two besties or two good friends always talking shit about each other. Hell yeah. And it's honestly embarrassing for the both of you, not just the person that's not that's being talked shit about. Right. You know? Yeah. Because, well, I mean, it shows your character too. 
And in loyalty, I also had that. To me, loyalty is obviously not dating your friend's exes. Oh my! You know what I mean? Like the fact that, that we still need to discuss alone, that. But like, yeah. Well, can we talk about the fact <laughs> when people are like, "Well, what kind of relationship was it?" I'm like, "Bitch, shut the fuck up." No relationship. Shut the fuck How about up. About that. I always say there's seven billion fucking people on this planet, mm-hmm. and my ex. You just had this amazing connection with my. Bitch, you're being lazy. Go somewhere. Go travel. Like, right. it's just so odd to me that you like, think you can cross that boundary. And my thing is, I might not have even liked that fool at all. But it's not that that I'm worried about. It's the fact that my friend feels comfortable enough to pursue a relationship with an ex. Mm-hmm. No matter if we dated for two months versus five years. Like, shit's weird to me. Right. I want to know when y'all started talking. When you felt that this relationship or this attraction formed. Because that's what really bugs me. Because obviously it was... Can I be honest? I think it was at the beginning. Yeah. Like when you saw him with me, you thought, oh shit, he's attractive. I hope they don't work out. And you Mm. can lie and say you didn't, but I fucking know Mm -mm. when you look at someone, you know you want them. And if you look at my man when I'm with him and you're my friend and you want him, bitch, I swear we better get drunk together and it better come out soon so I could just drop your ass. Right. You ain't my friend no more. No. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. So since we're on the topic of loyalty, I want to talk about what does loyalty mean to me. It means several things. It means a lot of things. I'm a Scorpio. It means everything. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I just want to ask, like, are you always picking your new boyfriends over me? Are you only hanging out with me when you need something or when you're heartbroken? Or do you enjoy talking to me when you're in a great place in life? You know what I mean? And I also feel like when people can remain good friends with someone that has done your best friend or your friend wrong is that loyalty like maybe we need to have a whole actual topic or video about this because a lot of people are like well that's not my business or I shouldn't have to do that but my thing is if you love me as a good friend Mm -hmm. and you know someone did something really shitty to me you're able to let that go on my behalf yeah you know what I mean like that Mm -hmm. to me is not loyalty yeah. I should be telling you, hey, this person made me feel really uncomfortable and they did this really shady thing to me. Mm-hmm. And you should be like, if you trust me, you know, if you trust your friend and you know they're not messy, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, she wouldn't make that up. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. But not everyone does that and not everyone believes that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel like it just creates tension mm-hmm. <laughs> when they don't, like, address it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. When they don't address what? When they don't understand that they've been friends with them? Yeah, you know well, I mean? I mean, like, when when something has happened between that friend, you know what I mean? They say something negative or right, or they're proving disloyal, and then the third party, like, doesn't address it with them, or, like, you, you've addressed it with them, and they haven't gone and said, like, okay, you're being a shitty friend, mm-hmm. or, like, we're, why, why would you do something like that, or... I don't know. I feel like... Like, when your friend doesn't go to that person and be like, why were you so shitty yeah, to her? Like what, like, yeah, because yeah. I'm, like, looking at you weird. And, yeah. like, if they are my friend, too, I'd be like, okay, what the fuck? You know? Like, yeah. I would be like, okay, that's weird. And I would maybe want to address it with them, depending on how close of friends I am. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, like, at the end of the day, that would be the end of the friendship. Yeah. You know? But mm-hmm. I feel like they should, yeah, gotta address... Everybody gotta address it. Mm-hmm. I feel like. So... I feel like one of my main things is when you're a really great friend, you are showing up for this friend at all times. 
it doesn't mean like yes it's the birthdays it's the parties it's all the great times but it's the sad times too you have to show up for the breakups when somebody dies like when something when things are really hard when people are struggling you can't just show up when it's convenient for you Mm -hmm. I think sometimes being a really good friend like you're putting yourself out there you know what I mean and it is convenient inconvenient so I say inconvenient with quotations like Maybe there's something personal going on with you, but your best friend is going through something way harder. So you have to put your thing aside. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's good friendship to me. You know what I mean? Being able, like, seeing that your friend is really struggling and being able to put them first at times. 100%. I feel like it's prioritizing them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times I feel like people can take their friends for granted because we just always assume that they're going to be there. So it's like, who cares if I miss this one thing or this event for them? Like, we're always going to be in each other's lives, but mm-hmm. you don't understand that like once you stop showing up, there is going to be a disconnect with the both of you. Mm-hmm. And then your friend is going to start to pull away and you're going to be like, well, what did I do? Well, bitch, you stopped showing up. Yeah. Like, why would I feel the same way about you when I'm constantly coming to support you, but you don't prioritize me? It feels like a one-sided friendship and I don't fuck with that. Yeah. I. I just don't fuck with that in any sort of relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. It has to be a two-way street and it has to be equal efforts. Otherwise, I'm going to feel dumb. Yeah. And I feel like as I've gotten older, like showing up means so much more to me because as you get older, like people get busier and they act like, you know, they have so many plans and their life is so important and like they can't make time for you. So when people do carve out that time and they see that you're struggling or they do try and put you first, like that means so much to me. Like as a child like your high school friends or whatever, like your parents are driving you around everywhere for the most part. You know what I mean? Like that's how you're getting taken around. But when you're an adult and you're actively choosing to like go spend time with this person or seeing someone who lives far away, like that's effort to me. It is. You know, and I love that. It is. Cause like you said, the older we get, the less time we have. And when your friends are coming to you, you know, you, you expect them to come, but when they do, you're like, Oh, you really do care. Yeah. So you really do care. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I feel like, too, also, as we get older, like, our idea of time changes Mm -hmm. and it becomes so much more precious to us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, the moments that we spend with people, it's, like, so much more valuable. Or, like, I don't know, I guess time spent has always been something really important to Mm -hmm. me, but I feel like even more so as I get older. Yeah, that quality time, too. Mm -hmm. And, like, we always talk about this. Like, there's a difference between friends who are always partying together and, like, when literally you guys just meet up to just talk or even just the day after you guys were heavy drinking, just that time of just being next to each other. Like Mm -hmm. that to me is so important in friendship. You know what I mean? Like it means a lot to me. Right. And I don't care what anyone says that day hungover, it's bonding time. Okay. Right. We're binging reality (laughs) TV. We're complaining about which body part hurts from how we were throwing it back last night. You know what I mean? Honestly, if you're not there for the hangover day, why'd you come to the party? No. Honestly, no, you're not to really me that's weird. I'm gonna be honest. When my friends come and like they spend the night, if they're leaving that very next morning, early a.m., I'm like, you're disloyal. I'm sad. I'm like, <laughs> no, oh, I'm so sad. You didn't have a good time. No, literally. I mean, sometimes they have to go back for like responsibilities, but like you oh, should have right. booked me in for the hangover day. <laughs> literally, because that's, that's one of my. I have all parts. the things for us. What kind of reality TV show do you want? Like, we'll order food, like you some Wingstop, something fatty. Right. I'll get us some liquid IV. Like, I right. got you. Like, what do you want? And we'll moan and complain out loud to each other. Mm-hmm. That's the best. It is. <laughs> like, we don't have to have, like, full-blown conversations. Right. I just want to look at you and be like, ugh. 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 Or sometimes send you the peace sign, like, stop. Right, like, you alive? 
dead over here. Right. <laughs> That's real friendship, okay? Right. Okay, so one of my next points has to do with communication. Communication <laughs> is the name of the game. And I think this is one of the things that recently as an adult I realized I really need in friendships. You know what I mean? Like you can always assume you're good. You can always kind of let things go. But no, I've been loving overly communicating with my friends mm-hmm. because why not? I feel like no matter the relationship, problems are going to arise, but how we choose to solve those problems and the level of respect we have for each other when discussing said problems, I feel like that determines whether we can stay friends or if Mm -hmm. we're going to become stronger or weaker. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. A lot of people I feel like are uncomfortable with talking about shit they don't like. Yeah. No, 100%. I feel like Some people just get so uncomfortable that they'll, like, ghost their friends. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want to have the communication. They don't want to talk through those hard times. They're like, oh, she's never going to get it. And, like, that's not a real friend to me. Because, like, if you care about me, you want me to fix whatever the fuck I keep doing wrong. You know what I mean? Like, that's my thing. Like, you care enough about me to tell me why I pissed you off. Yeah. I feel like it's uncomfortable for some people because they've never had to deal with it. Yeah. And they've been with codependent friends where it's like I won't talk about your shitty qualities if you don't talk about my shitty qualities because you know we're both fucked up and the older you get and you start working on yourself and you know these so-called shitty qualities if you're surrounded by these friends who are not changing at all or are not progressing and are still dismissive and mean and make little sassy remarks when they're drunk or you know what I mean like Once in a while, that's okay, but, like, you know what I mean? When it's Mm -hmm. happening constantly and they're just always disrespecting you and making you feel really small and you're not able to talk to them about it, Mm -hmm. I feel like it drives you crazy. Yeah. Because you're like, do you even like me? Yeah. You know? If we can't talk about the things you do to me, Mm -hmm. why are we friends? Right. I would say that they probably don't like you. Yeah, and you're you're their punching bag. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's not fair. Yeah. So communication is the name of the game for me. And, I mean, I'm a Gemini moon all... I like to do is talk about my feelings and that's how I process my feelings is being able to talk to someone about it and if I'm unable to do it with my friends I feel like they probably will never understand me Mm -hmm. you know I reacted that way because I felt this like talking about these things is so important yeah I feel like over communicating is really good too because like we've experienced you know what I mean even sometimes when we feel like we are communicating clearly, like yeah. we still totally miss the ball. 100%. You know what I mean? And so when we keep talking about it, we're like, oh shit, she said something. Maybe we missed, understood. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I just think even if you think that you're on the same page, it's like, okay, we'll keep talking about how you're on the same page then. Yeah. It's like if you ever fall off, it's better to like, be constantly communicating about it yeah it's like don't make assumptions because they make an ass out of you and me i always always think about that you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and what's wrong with over communicating what you don't like talking to your friends right (laughs) you know what i mean like what's wrong with that that's what friends are for is literally Literally. talk to them all the time (laughs) right and if you're always on the same page that's amazing and like me and maya usually are on the same Mm -hmm. page but that doesn't mean that sometimes we are on completely different pages and what we didn't communicate both of us are feeling a little pissed because we're like, dude, I thought I told you what I wanted or what I needed or what was happening. Yeah. How are you all the way over there? And I'm telling right. you, I'm meeting you here. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. And then both of you get pissed. But the thing is, all of that could have been pre- prevented if you would have talked about it, but you're blaming each other because you're on different pages. Mm-hmm. And no one's really to blame because both of you are on different pages. Right. You know? And like, it's okay because I feel like people 
think differently. You know what I mean? But talking it out and understanding where that person's coming from. Because the other thing is, it's like sometimes I feel like when you're talking to someone, they'll say something and it sounds like they're not in agreement with you, but you talk a little bit longer and it's like, oh yeah, you're saying what the fuck I was just saying too. Right. You know? 100%. But that only happens when you overly communicate. Right. <laughs> and then also when you respect each other. Yeah. To know that they're, they always have the best intentions for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I feel like we always assume, or if you don't like your friend, you're always assuming they want the worst for you. So mm-hmm. you're like, I don't get where you're coming from. Because mm-hmm. you're not even trying to speak the same language as them. That's really good. Actually, that's not one of my points, but I feel like it should have been. It's like, in friendship, like, generally you want to assume that they're like, you know, have the right intentions for you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are things that I feel like people do to show you otherwise, but mm-hmm. like, if it's a real friend and like, you had like a disagreeance, assume that they didn't have bad intent. Because mm-hmm. even if they did, like, you can ask questions to figure that out, but you don't want to come in, like, guns a-blazing to your friend because that can sometimes be just as hurtful in the conversation or the friendship. You know what I 100%. mean? One hundred percent. oh, my God, how dare you? You're always, like, saying all this bad shit about me or you're always thinking of the worst of me, and it's, like... Oh, Hella hostile. You know? Yeah. Which has to do with trustworthiness, too. If you trust mm-hmm. your friend, you're always going to assume that they have the best intentions. Right, and if you don't, because of their history... You're right. always going to assume that they're coming at you sideways for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So one of my other points is that makes it generally a good friend is not leaving them alone out at a night. Don't leave them mm. drunk places. Like even if they're not drunk, like it's not a great feeling. I don't know. I'm just never leaving my friend anywhere. 100%. Honestly. At the movie theater, like at the bar, like. If we showed up together, we're leaving, we're leaving together. together. Yeah. And how would you feel? You guys, we cannot ignore the fact that we live in a society where, as women, we are not safe. You know what I right. mean? You never know what's going to happen. And how would you feel if you just left your friend and something happened to them? That's what I think about mm-hmm. if I leave my friend on a night out or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless we made prior plans where you had something else to do after. Right. No. no. We're going home together, no. boo. No. We are. Yeah. But not a lot of people agree with that. I know. How? I don't understand. Well, honestly, I feel like they just think it's okay because unfortunately they've been left so many times. They've never really had a friend who like stuck with them. And it's because they haven't listened to this podcast yet. Yes. But now literally all the people who listen to it, go be an excellent friend and don't leave your friend. Yeah, be an excellent <laughs> friend. And guess what? Even if your friends currently aren't possessing the same qualities that you are as a friend, I promise you, you will attract the right type of people in your, in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Your tribe will be perfect right but it's all about what you're choosing to do that's how karma works what Mm -hmm. you're putting out is what you'll get Mm -hmm. so don't just be a shitty friend because you're surrounded by shitty friends right like you can just cut those shitty friends off Mm -hmm. (laughs) slowly pull away right and you can still be a good person 100 percent. you know 100 percent. okay so my next point has to do with your friends believing in you i feel like i consider good friendship the kind of friend that believes in me and also challenges me and by that I mean I feel like a good friend will listen to you talking about your dreams and your Mm -hmm. passions your aspirations and ask you questions about it you know like what are your next steps tell me your ideas and dreams let's dream big together and I feel like if your friend is downplaying your dreams that's not your friend Mm -hmm. and sadly a lot of people do that 
a lot of people are insecure about what they want to do with life. Yeah. So when they hear you talking about what you want to do, they downplay it. They make fun of you or they say those little sly remarks yeah. that they can pretend to be joking about. I hate that shit when they right. say something really sassy and they're like, I'm just kidding though, but there's a tone of seriousness to every yeah. joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like I hate these people too. Like they act like they could do it or it's so easy to do. It's like, okay, well you've never done it and you're trying to give me advice, but, 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 you know what I mean? It's like back, it's like back off. But to me, I feel like that's implying that you're thinking of me as competition, which is yeah. a big no-no. That's one of my no-nos in mm-hmm. friendship. If at all, if it at all starts feeling like a competition, no, we can't be friends anymore. I just don't have time for that. Like, we have the entire world to be competing with. And I, as a woman, don't like comparing myself to other women, but I know everyone else compares us. Mm-hmm. So to have a friend there that's thinking of me as competition and thinking of our dynamic as a competition, that to me is scary and I don't like it. And I've been in it before. It's right. not fun. I feel on edge and I never feel fulfilled because I feel like we're always one-upping one another, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, why... <laughs> Why would I be in competition? Why would I be in competition with my friends? I'm competing with everyone else in the world. You know what I mean? Like you want your friends to be hyping you up and yeah. supporting you and doing these things. Those few people who you select should be doing those things. Yeah. Because everyone else, I feel like, is generally trying to tear you down. They are. But yeah, you have to watch out for the ones who aren't necessarily. And I feel like that's the thing. If you're all of a sudden feeling this burst of motivation where, motivation where you want to get your life together, you really do have to be wary of your friend circle. If they're not seeing the path that you're seeing, you might have to make new friends because every time you're up to that next level, they're going to seem further away. Mm-hmm. And sadly, they may try and pull you down or you guys might just not connect anymore because they're not following their dreams and you are. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't always have to be about dreams, but whatever it is. Yeah. Maybe you getting married. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not that they need to get married, but for some reason they want to really bad. Yeah. So they're downplaying your marriage or Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's really scary. Yeah. You know, and it's not fun because you want to be able to call your friend and be like, dude, I got the promotion or do this happen. And you just want to feel their good energy. Yeah. And you know you feel it when that energy is not there. Right. Mm, It's awkward super awkward yeah but you can't be afraid of letting friends go when you've leveled up or when you're ready to level up you know what i mean like not everyone can come with you on that journey you know and it'll be even harder if you're trying to pull them with you if Mm -hmm. they're trying to stay stagnant because i think a lot of people are passionate about their friendships yeah and they kind of want to bring them on that journey because these are the people that they've known for so long so why not make them a part of their team But then they're going to not work as hard and they're going to get away with shit. More shit than a real employee would have gotten away with because of the fact that they're your friend. And that's going to make whose job harder? Yours. Because you're their boss or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And that to me is another scary feeling. All this shit is scary (laughs) because you don't expect it from friends. Mm -hmm. And I hope if you notice one of your friends doing any of these things, you'll call them out. Or you'll see if you really want to fuck with them that much anymore. Because sometimes it's not worth it. Yeah. You know? There's mm-hmm. better people out there. Yeah. There's people who just aren't going <laughs> to aren't gonna do that. Who aren't going to step all over you and make you feel shitty. Yeah. Friends are supposed to hype you up. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> like my first, like my, one of my very first points. Friends are supposed to hype you up. They're there to build you up. There are so many people in this world who are trying to tear you down. Strangers, family members, you know what I mean? Friends are your chosen family. I was so about to say that. if they aren't treating you right, 
What are you doing? What are you doing? All people do is complain about the fact that, oh, my family sucks. I can't believe I'm stuck with them. Well, right. guess what? Your friends are the family that you handpicked out. So what are you doing surrounding yourself by a family right. that is stressing you out, making you feel shitty, always downplaying everything that you've gotten in life? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want to surround yourself by that positive energy because you're only as strong as your weakest player. Mm-hmm. And if your shitty friend has that negative energy, those blessings are getting blocked, it's, honey. Yep, it's going to poison your whole, whole click. You got snakes right in your front yard and mm-hmm. you don't even know it because you haven't been cutting that grass because you're too scared to see. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my last quick point, I feel like we've kind of touched on it already, but not totally. Um, my thing is always ask about your friend's feelings and how they're feeling and what's on their mental and things like that because I feel like it's such an easy question to ask but it's something that we graze over a lot and I feel like anytime I've been like well how are you feeling today or what exactly is like on your heart or pick a color to describe like how you're feeling you know what I mean like that's where (laughs) I love that you know what I mean like it 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 opens a larger conversation into like their psyche Rather than like, oh, what are you up to today? Or like, what happened? You know, it's like, how are you feeling on the inside? Yeah. And I feel like anytime you've asked me that, I literally just started bursting into tears. I'm like, okay, well, actually. I know. I'm like, you want a hug? <laughs> yeah. That's you know? so, so important. I feel like sometimes just asking like, hey, not necessarily like, are you okay? But like, you know, what, what else deeper of like, what's going on? Like, what are you feeling inside? Mm-hmm. Um, I love that is really important too to find out like internally 100% and I've been talking to one of my other friends about this Paria mm. about how weird it is especially during quarantine all everyone does is ask each other so how's it how's it going how yeah. are you and it's like honestly my first thought when someone asks me that is I'm good everything's good yeah like I can complain but I'm blessed so I won't mm-hmm. but we told each other, why not ask, what emotion are you feeling today? Yeah. Like, what's heavy on your heart today? Because mm-hmm. that's more specific. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's harder for people to lie when yeah. you ask them what they're feeling. Yeah. And when someone says, I'm feeling stressed, what is stressing you out? Mm-hmm. Then it builds that deeper conversation so they have an outlet to talk about what they're going through that day. Right. Rather than like, I'm fine, you know? Because you right. know nobody's really fine right now. And if you are, kudos to you. But I just want to say, I feel like we all have our highs and lows. Yeah. And I want to be able to talk to my friends about their lows. I don't just always want to talk to them when they're feeling good. And I feel like, especially now, like everyone is saying fine because every day feels like the same day for the most part. You know what I mean? So people are like numb and in like a daze of like, yeah, everything's good. It's all fine. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. Right. I always say every day feels like Sunday except for Friday and Saturday. (laughs) Friday and Saturday weirdly feel like the weekend and then it's Sunday, 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 (laughs) Sunday. (laughs) Just feels so fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But that is a really good one and I feel like a lot of times we just assume our friends are good until we see them bawling Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be that way. Mm -hmm. And I always say like, yeah, I always see it on Twitter too, so I can't take credit for it. Check on your strong friends. Yep. You know what I mean? Because what does it really even mean to be strong? Just because they don't talk about it doesn't mean they don't have feelings. Yeah, it's literally that they just don't talk about it. Yeah. They're strong 
But it's like, yeah, they don't talk about it. They don't talk about it because they don't want to be a burden. It's because of their childhood Mm -hmm. trauma. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? All that matters. Get to know your friends is really what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Get to know your friends. Don't just (laughs) assume you know everything. (laughs) Ask them about their family and how they were raised and what towns they lived in. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if they had babysitters, what school? Like, these are things that really shape people's lives. Did you go to church? Like. Yeah. 100%. We don't know people enough. Or I know mm-hmm. my friends enough, but I think yeah, people don't I, know I, people right, enough because right. I ask the like questions. <laughs> I'm a little nosy. <laughs> what I mean is I care. Right. <laughs> 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 okay, so one of my final points that has to do with friendship is boundaries. You must respect my boundaries. I feel like the longer you get to know someone, the more you'll understand their triggers, like we Mm -hmm. said. But ultimately, it's up to me to teach my friends my boundaries. And after I've done that, I feel like if they choose to cross those boundaries, that's when we have a problem. And a good friend will always be sensitive to your drama, to your trauma and always move with caution when it you know, when it comes to discussing sensitive topics for you. Mm -hmm. And it's not like my friend can cross a boundary once. And I'm like, how dare you do that? It's all about communicating if they were to do it again that's Mm -hmm. when we'd have an issue right i feel like sometimes people don't know how to set the right boundaries and that's okay you can teach yourself how to do it Mm -hmm. but if your friends are constantly crossing those boundaries and you're letting them get away with it why are you doing that to yourself Mm -hmm. you should respect yourself more than that yeah because ultimately you're hurting yourself yeah and if someone keeps doing it that's your cue to cut them off right you know because you already said that you didn't want it And now they're blatantly disrespecting you. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like a lot of people really struggle with this part of, like, finally cutting people off. Yeah. And I get it. It probably is the hardest thing, but... Friendship breakups are hard. so hard. They're awkward. Your family asks about them. Your other friends. We've talked about this. It's worse than a relationship breakup. Right. You know what I mean? A boyfriend-girlfriend breakup or whatever. It's because your friends have seen you literally at your worst. And the thing is, they know a lot about you. That's something that's very anxiety-ridden for me. Like, the Mm -hmm. fact that they know so much. Like, I'm secretive as fuck. (laughs) So, like, the shit you know, are you going to use that against me? Like, I don't know what you're going to do with that information that I told you. Mm -hmm. That's scary, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, I understand why people hold on to these friends that are really shitty. Because if they're shitty, you're also thinking about how shitty they'll be after you guys aren't friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not thinking about that when you lose a good friend. Yeah. You're like, they're a good person. They're yeah. not going to do shitty things to me. But these friends are usually really shitty people. Yeah. So you're thinking about all the horrible things they might do to you after it's over because they're so resentful. Yeah, it's true. Especially if, like, you have friends who are, like, in the same circle. You probably feel like, oh, my gosh, now this friend's going to talk to me about all of, to all of our other friends, too. And it's just going to be bad. So, no, I can't be friends with any of them anymore. Mm. But honestly... Don't, because, like, then if just you're don't. listening to that other friend, like, that's not your friend either. Yeah. You know? Let the snakes show themselves. Right. I promise you, actually, when you cut off one friend from a circle, if you have a big circle, I keep my circle tight and small. Right. Um, <laughs> but if you have a big circle and you have this snake in your yard and it turns out to be a really shitty friend, watch how your other friends move. Mm-hmm. It'll show you a lot about their character as well. Right. It's like Sarah said earlier, like, if... If one of your mutual friends does something really shitty, like, you usually expect them to cut them off. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, what do you mean? That was something so rude to humans in <laughs> <Right>. general. 
where's the morale? <laughs> like, where's your morals? <laughs> People don't have it. People don't have morals and they don't have common sense. They and don't. I just want to say, I don't know why. I don't know who told us when you turn into an adult, all of a sudden everyone has respect and everyone is mature <laughs> and everyone has common sense. Like somebody lied to me. Right. Somebody like, lied to me. And to be honest, nobody really did. I don't think anybody told me that. You just always assume. You just assume. They, well, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, as you get older, everybody has these secrets, and you think that they have it all figured out. But, like, no, they just do a better job of hiding the fact that they don't have it figured out. At all. You know what I mean? Especially in the workplace. You think you graduate college, and you go to, like, this adult, adult workplace, (laughs) and these adults act younger than you. Right. And I think it's because they're bored. Right. They they miss high school. Right. It's honestly just high school. (laughs) Literally. It's legit high school. Work full time. I was like, wow, this is like a mini high school. Cool. Yeah. There's like the popular kids. There's a nerd. You know what I mean? There's like the aunties. Right. (laughs) There's the artsy ones. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. I can't. Okay. Um... Okay. So my last bonus point is I want friends who can make me laugh. Like, that is so fucking important to me. I feel like sometimes I take myself too seriously. And although I love making my friends laugh, I also want them to act a fool with me so we can laugh about the shittiness that is life. Life Uh sucks sometimes. And I want people that are generally acting like five-year-olds with me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Especially during this time. I feel like it's important to have friends that are capable of having deep conversations about really important and serious topics mm-hmm. while still being able to laugh about the dumbest shit. Right. I want that. Yeah. I want both I ends that of that duality. spectrum. Exactly. You know, that's, I totally agree. Like, I love having intellectual conversations with my friends, but also I want to be like, hey, stupid. Like, yeah. you look stupid. Love you. You know no. what I mean? Or just being so, like, silly and ridiculous and twerking on the wall and yeah. throwing, you know what? Because I think we both have have had those friends that are so serious. Yeah. And no matter what you do, you feel like you're being judged. And I'm like, why did I ever accept that? Mm -hmm. I'm not like that. I don't judge people and I like to act a fool. Like, why was I okay with someone just sitting there and just judging all the time? Right. That's not fun for me. Right. And I don't need you to be acting a fool only when you're drunk. I mean, when you're sober too. Like, that Mm -hmm. to me is so important. I want us to laugh together. Right. Because I'm a giggly gal. Yeah. I'd be laughing about the dumbest shit. I, I love. laugh at my own laugh. Literally. You start laughing and I'm laughing at your laugh too. You know what I mean? So it's like... It's that bouncing off energy. Yeah. You know? I need that. Mm-hmm. I love it when my friends are able to have that banter. Yeah. <laughs> banter. That British banter. That British banter. Watching Love so Island. So cheeky. <laughs> A good chat. A good chat. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Right. Shall we end it? Yeah. well all right you guys thank you if you made it through the end of this podcast um we would just like to say for our first episode this was the most challenging setup for the equipment like it was a lot but i mean i'm a firm believer of nothing good comes easily and if it was easy everyone would do it yeah but let me tell you the lord made us work today. we worked we worked to put we on worked this podcast hard. okay but it feels especially good to finally be recording be it so yeah. first episode is out the way yes. and i feel very proud i, I hope you guys liked it if the audio is weird Let it's our know. first first time yeah. it'll get better i promise you i'm a hard yeah. worker right <laughs> 
audio is very important to us. Yeah, 100%. 100%. We'll work on it. We love you. Yes, we do. And if you have any, any, any ideas for us, make sure to DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Mm -hmm. Our Instagram is Charmed and Dangerous, and our Twitter is Charm and Danger. We're going to post it in the description of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we love you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. Or we'll talk to you next week. Yes. YouTube shit. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye.